It's Friday, after all, so no better time to think about and talk about wine. Now, at a public hearing yesterday, City Council approved um, bylaw amendments that would allow the sale of wine in stores larger than 10,000 square feet. Joining me now to discuss the issue is ABC Vancouver City Councillor Mike Klassen. Mike, thank you for your time today. Good afternoon, Jazz. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. So the first question is, uh, you know, I see all these, uh, all this wine being sold in suburban grocery stores for uh, a very long time. First question to you is, what took so long here in Vancouver? Yeah, well, there are, in, in fact, 20 other municipalities across uh, BC that are already have wine on grocery store shelves. And so, so Vancouver is a bit late to the game. This did come to a previous council that at the time turned it down, um, but I, I brought the motion in the spring for us to revisit that decision, uh, and it came to public hearing yesterday, and, it, and we've changed the bylaw. So now we're going to be allowed to uh, sell uh, wine, to stock it, and sell it off of grocery store shelves in the city. And so there are a few next steps, but um, as you point out, uh, it'll have to be a store over 10,000 square feet, but... Uh, it's a, I think it's a, a great opportunity for the city. Now, right now, uh, are there any stores that sell um, wine beyond just the private sector wine shops that are already there in grocery stores right now in Vancouver? There is a ca- classification called store within a store, so it would have a separate till, a separate area, but because of the cost and the, the sort of the cost per square footage, um, there's only been one, um, I, I guess, one grocery store in all of the city that have taken that up. So that program, even though it's been around for a long time, just didn't sort of didn't land. So this is why this is going to have, I think, more success. Uh, and so any sense of how many, uh, how many stores or retail outlets may uh, take you up on this offer? I mean, have, do you have a sense of it? Is it going to be 10 stores, 20 stores, 30 stores? I think the number is going to be much smaller to begin with, and that's because of the nature of the licensing right now. Uh, liquor policy, as you know, in this province is uh, is a complicated affair. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was uh, initially when um, uh, some recommendations came down, probably you know, about t- uh, just under 10 years ago, uh, to revisit our liquor laws. Um, allowing wine and grocery store shelves was one of them. So eventually it came through. The, the province uh, approved the legislation. Um, but it did trigger some alarm from other jurisdictions like Australia and California that produce a lot of wine, of course. And so we started getting trade challenges. And um, and then some of the private uh, liquor store operators felt that they didn't want the competition. So just, uh, just to fast forward to today, a lot of that um, temperature around those issues has been settled. Um, uh, the stakeholders themselves are are not um, uh, worried about this kind of competition. So uh, so now we have uh, still a moratorium from the province in the creation of new licenses. So mm-hmm. for us to be able to to bring those licenses into, um, uh, you know, stores in, in Vancouver, they're literally going to have to be taken from somewhere else in the province. And, you know, what we've heard from other uh, municipalities is this is a program that they really like, and it's been successful. So... I guess the, it, it, it sort of forces the question of whether we should end the moratorium or at least uh, open up a few more of those licenses. Well, it would make sense that the largest uh, municipality in the province, that you it does get, provide some um, leverage to say, you know what, we can use a few more licenses in our province. I, I mean, you shouldn't be taking away from other any other community if this program is successful, uh, but it just tells you there's not enough licenses, particularly if a community of, uh, well, 650,000 plus 
wants to have them. Have you had any conversation yet with uh, the provincial government, just on a just a sort of a off the record, or just any conversation, just to say, look, this is where we're headed, and, and this is what you need to be doing. I, well, first of all, they obviously pay very close attention to what happens at the city of Vancouver. Those those kind of talks are haven't really happened. We had to kind of think we had to get to through the public hearing process and and not assume anything uh, before that concluded. Uh, I know that the the industry itself, so the grocers, uh, the grocery companies, the the Save on Foods, and the the Loblaws stores. Uh, that are here are all looking very closely at this one and seeing it as, a, as an opportunity to bring that convenience and, and choice. Um, and and you, as you point out, Vancouver is the largest city in Western Canada. It's it's the the largest uh, you know city in British Columbia, and it really should be a place where we can showcase this. You know, we attract the perhaps the most tourists. Um, from abroad to come to our city, and when they want to be able to, um, you know, be able to pick up a, a bottle of wine, I would say prefer like a very nice bottle of BC wine. Um, you know, they're probably going to ask themselves, "Where do I get it?" Normally, I can just go to a corner grocery store or grocery store uh, back home, and and but here you don't have it. So now, uh, hopefully, this will. Uh, this new change of policy and the change of the bylaws will mm-hmm. will permit more of this to happen. It is amazing, though, that you and I are having this conversation in 2023 for the city of Vancouver to actually get around to do this, which is the good, uh, the right thing. And just hopefully now there will be more licenses available for the for the city because I just cannot believe in a, in a city the size of Vancouver in a developed nation that we're still having this conversation. It it really is a bit mind boggling, isn't it? Well, I, I think about how we market ourselves as a province, as, as tourist attractions. I mean, there isn't every one of those vid- videos and, and lovely films that they show uh, advertising BC Supernatural and Destination British Columbia um, now feature sweeping, you know, uh, shots of vineyards in the Okanagan, and, and, and rightly so. They're wonderful attractions, but a lot of that industry has taken a real hit in the last couple of years with a big freeze that. Um, killed a lot of the grapevines, about half the grapevines in some parts of the region, and and then all the wildfire smoke that kept the tourists away. So it's a it's a it's an indigenous industry that we're extremely proud of, and we should be supporting them. And and, and that's the message we heard from the industry representatives that spoke to a public hearing yesterday. Mike, thanks for your time today. Excellent, thanks, Jazz. Have a great weekend. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.